Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is October 25th, and what a great day it is. There's just so many fabulous things happening in our space, as always. I've been on numerous calls today talking to mainstream America about what they may or may not need to do as it relates to the cryptocurrency space. And more importantly, how diversity and inclusion plays a part in what they are doing. Um, and I think more than anything, me expressing to them, we are not looking for a hand out, but a hand in. And if they don't want to give us a hand in, we'll just create our own stuff and we'll do our own things. And so uh, to that respect, I know that there are a lot of things, a lot of conferences coming up uh, that we should be able to participate in and have some representation. It is critically important that this well, this this well talked about industry, which is white male dominated, uh, really gets sprinkled with women and really gets sprinkled with African-Americans and Latinos um, as we move forward. And so we're talking about it in our communities a little bit, but we're not really center stage where individuals can see people that look like them that are actually prospering in this space and not on the get rich quick side. And so we're working to be the champions for that. And, you know, I always hang on the quote that says, be the change that you want to see and so sometimes it's not so popular to speak up and speak out um, and a lot of people don't really understand how critically important that is because they're so used to being able to have it their way all the time and with us being in a situation that's a little bit different we can see things through a different set of eyes, a different set of lenses, and everybody just assumes that we're okay. And with, they assume that we don't want to participate. And a lot of this assuming uh, has to be dealt with. And so I'm definitely here for it. I've been doing some conference calls to make sure that our community is in a great position. And I know we are especially when we get our finances in order and we're financially able to take a stand as opposed to um, some of the other things that happen and not that the other things that happen are not good like sit-ins marches and those sorts of things I think everybody has to play their part but I think economically I just feel like we'll go so much further if we have the means to do the things that we need to do and the means to really make an impact on those who make the laws and etc. So 
As we wrap up this midday money chain today, I'm just uh, excited about the information that Lynn Richardson was giving everyone today and just really trying to go through and figure out exactly what our lesson should be moving forward today. And as we get into this recession, uh, what it's going to look like. And so I know a lot of people say, you know, Naja, I don't really think we're in a recession. Uh, we're feeling a little bit at the gas pump. We're feeling a little bit at the grocery store, but we're not really in a recession. Well, I will tell you that there was a study done by the top 10 financial firms here in the United States. And ladies and gentlemen, if me telling you this, uh, that we're in a recession has not moved you to do something different as it relates to your spending habits. Please allow this study to help you do something different. These top 10 firms, 100% unequivocally have stated that in the next 12 months, our country will be in the worst recession they feel that we've ever had. Now, doom and gloom. I'm not giving you that. I'm just trying to get you prepared for what is to come. And so as we look at, in short order, just our households, how can we condense? How can we allow maybe again, as I stated before, some adult children to move back in so that they can stack money and be ready after we come out of what we're about to, I think we're already in it uh, and people are a little bit naive or they're just ignoring it. But these top 10 firms stated that we are absolutely going to be in a recession in the next 12 months. And so we've got to do things to really get ourselves ready. And I'm not talking about buying Bitcoin. Yes, you're going to need to do your Satoshis, but there are some massive things that we need to be doing as a community uh, just to make sure that we're okay and we come out on the other side with flying colors and I think we're ready for it I think a lot of people are looking for answers uh, as we gather individuals uh, we're going to start doing more one-on-ones um, where couples can come together and really get a forecast of what's happening and so um, when we come forward, we'll jump into the cryptocurrency conversation, but we're also going to continue the conversation about some of the things that we need to be doing and how our mindset should be around sports, business, investing, and all of those things. When we come forward, this is Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So why ahead of the crypto curve? Why do we need to get ahead of what's happening financially? What's going to happen in the future? Well, I'm just going to ask a question. How do you expect to compete in anything business sports investing without an edge you've got to know what's coming around the corner we all need something that will separate us from our competition if we want to excel let's just say i'm playing basketball which i did in high school at washington high school um if i was playing basketball and i was playing against somebody that was taller than i was i would either have to 
uh, go around on the side or kind of dribble around them because I definitely couldn't shoot over their head. But in business, you've got to have an edge in investing. You've got to have an edge. An edge and it's required to do the same thing throughout any type of strategy that you're doing whether it's sports business investing etc now the bad news if you don't know your edge that means you don't have one and that's not a good thing but the good news is you can have one and you can develop one if you do it in the right place first so when you're putting together something, you just need to really get focused on where you are, not necessarily where you've been, but what is coming around the corner. And because you do that, you do it right. You are in first place most of the times. And so efficient markets are well and efficient, which means all the data is known and it's almost impossible not to have an edge when you have all the data. I needed an edge when I was fixing and flipping homes full time early in my career. I needed to get homes faster and cheaper than my competition. And if I wanted to be successful, I maybe needed somebody to give me a pocket listing. And what that means is that I would get a home before it hit the MLS. I would get a, a call before it hit the MLS. This meant I couldn't find homes on the MLS service because everyone had access to that data. I just needed something before it hit the Main Street market. And that is why we are doing ahead of the crypto curve so you can get information before it hits the Main Street market. My edge um, was to get local agents that would really bring me these deals before they hit. And I was doing quite well. Now, let's just look back at some of the other old money things. Stocks. You don't have a real edge because no matter how smart you are, billion dollar hedge funds on Wall Street have more PhDs, more artificial intelligence, and more money than you could ever even have and so it's hard to do it in that way a much better place to build an edge is in something like a private equity or private deals because it's not an efficient market and so if I walk into a local mom and pop store and offer to buy their business more than likely I'm the only one that has asked them this and when we negotiate terms on our own without having to worry about our competition we typically get better deals that's how private deals work now I'm not saying cryptocurrency or Bitcoin is a private deal but I'm saying right now mainstream America is not really talking about this private deal or even if they're talking about it in its totality, they are still standing on the sidelines trying to figure out if they need to deal with this private deal. But um, two hot trends in this market have just come together. We are talking about the ability for some of these massive companies like the micro strategies of the world 
to hold Bitcoin in their portfolio. Now, there have been some fragmentation, meaning these company, a couple of these companies have Bitcoin, but some of the laws and IRS rules have not been in their favor. So what they've done is started lobbying to make sure that their having Bitcoin in their portfolio is going to be beneficial for their company, but also be beneficial for them tax wise and legally. And so as we look quietly and they're not talking about it, this is this is one of those pocket listing type of things. As we watch quietly, they are making rules and regulations around Bitcoin are getting rules and regulations around Bitcoin created so that they can live comfortably. And so um, what we are going to do is follow them, but understand the asset that they're trying to make work for them. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not Ethereum. It's not Guapcoin. It's not Vibranium. It's it's not Oolala. It's not any of those companies. It is specifically Bitcoin. And so um, we have really got to pay attention to what's going on. And I'm telling you, when I'm waking up and opening my eyes, first of all, I'm just grateful that I'm on the wake up list. Um, but I am also looking around to find the list that uh, will assist our community in really understanding what is transpiring. And we have got to get a network of folks that are really deciding what needs to happen in our families first and foremost and then in our community because we all play a different part and I am hoping that our community which is still considered number one consumers in the United States will understand how critically important it is to start to save and save big right now. We're doing some massive saving in our family specific. And if you cannot, um, you know, get the exact game plan, just know we're driving older cars right now because we talked about the fact that things are changing and we're going to be able to get better cars, nicer cars for cheaper. Not necessarily right now because the interest rates are so high, but we are putting what we would normally put into a car note into a savings plan, a savings plan that is getting us a pretty good yield back, not definitely not in the banks, um, and just making sure or ensuring that we're able to do something different than we've done in the past. Now, mind you, uh, it has taken us a very long time to get to this place because so, for so very long, We've had to fight with a mindset shift, saving and investing instead of spending and splurging. And so it's tough. It's tough when you see that brand new Cadillac Escalade pull up and it looks so good and you're in your older vehicle. You know, sometimes you have to grin, grit and bear it. And this is one of those times. As we opened the show today, we talked about the top 10 companies stating outwardly that we are going to be in a recession in the next 12 months. 
that is time to take notice. That is something that should make you take notice and say, hey, what can I do a little bit different? One of the things that I did, and I hope that this brings someone value, is really take out my cell phone as well as my bank statement and see what I've been paying for that I could possibly condense. And just this month, I cut out about $200 worth of things that I've been paying for that I kind of sort of need, but not really. Things like iTunes and and um, I'm trying to think of this other one I use, Pandora. When I looked at those together, that's $30. And so I had to make a decision. Do I do one or the other or neither one? And initially I said neither one until I started uh, getting ready to exercise this week. And then I needed my music. But I haven't been exercising for the last six months. So I've just spent this money for nothing. And so all of those things are important, especially in times like this, because $30 can get you at least three gallons of gas at some gas stations. But uh, we have to start looking at ways that we can make cuts, just not on things that you need, but things that you don't necessarily use that you're holding on to. And I think this is a great time um, to, to do that. And then to start looking at some of the private deals that are out there. And what do I mean by private deals? Um, I was taking a look at and I, I'm not going to get into any names whatsoever, but I'm looking at all sorts of other things. Uh, because people are going to be consumers, hopefully not our community, but people are going to continue to buy and do all kinds of other things. And why not allow them to do those things and you get paid? And so I have a godson that's on the East Coast and he's opening uh, a nail salon for Hispanics and African-Americans because there are no um, black and brown hair salons or nail salons in his in his area but there are definitely not any nail salons and so what would an investment like that look like um how will we go about getting involved in some of those things there's some local small businesses out there that you would be taking a chance on if you did some investing. But we have to look at where we're going in a recession. And one thing that we do know is people drink <laughs> because they're stressed out. Just like in COVID, alcohol did phenomenal. Uh, one of the other things that we do know is that women are going to keep themselves up. Even if they don't keep their children up, unfortunately. They're going to look good. So they're going to do their hair and nails no matter what. It's just almost a given. It's just what is actually done. And so as we roll into this I say camouflage recession, and I've been saying that for the last year and a half. We need to really look at what other things we can capitalize off of while we are awaiting the final curtain for this recession. And I cannot tell you when the last curtain call is going to be because everyone is saying we're just beginning. I feel like we're all in it, but we've also um, got a lot of different elements that are going to be coming in as it relates to our new politicians. Uh, some of the things that they're doing in different areas to ensure that our communities are better. There's going to be a lot of business opportunities and a recession 
and hard times are really when billionaires are made because they make those types of moves. They have a plan. They think about what is about to take place and what they can sell or what they can be in it in um position themselves to take advantage of and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to tell everybody to take advantage of what is about to happen and people's losses but what I am saying is look at the opportunities because somebody's problem is definitely uh, a possibility of you being the one with the solution and you making money from being able to generate and create that solution and so those are the things that we're looking for and so my solution, just so you all know, is to be here for you all as you have questions about different things that happened during this recession. And we heard about the Great Recession. I think we're going to have a great, great recession. And you are going to need someone to talk about. And you're going to need somebody to talk to, not about. You're going to need somebody to talk to. You may be that local mom and top pop store that needs to sell that may get an offer for a product or service and you don't really really know what to do or where to put your money or how to get three percent returns a week on your money and so you're going to need to ask those types of questions and so we're going to be here on the midday money chain to make sure that you're getting the new money and the old money and as it relates to the cryptocurrency space getting ahead of what is coming down the pipe now ladies and gentlemen we are just about two years away from the next bitcoin halving and that's when the production of bitcoin is cut in half that's going to be in about two years and the price never really upticks quickly right after the halving happens but in the next few months boy oh boy is bitcoin going to do something incredible and then it may come back down it may not come back down to the level of twenty thousand where it is right now but it's going to come back down because we know what the cycles do and again getting ahead of this crypto curve you really understand not to really pay attention to the market on a daily basis because it happens in cycles and the cycles that we've seen thus far have been around the Bitcoin having which is why I'm saying Bitcoin is going to continue to trade sideways in my opinion to well after the new year now today it's about a thousand dollars in price or value more than it was yesterday which means when we get our Satoshis today we're going to get less than we got yesterday however we're still excited about dollar cost averaging and doing that. And so since these companies, big Wall Street companies are starting to put pressure on the IRS and other entities to ensure that they're winning in the Bitcoin specific space. I am almost screaming at the top of my lungs to my friends, my family, my loved ones, that it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to really begin to pay attention to this market because it's not going anywhere. And when the smoke clears and these individuals have changed regulation or a lobby to have this 
change done. They're going to need an asset. They're going to need the asset. And it's going to be much tougher to get a hold of this asset than it is right now. Um, and so we're I'm just ecstatic, actually, that we're having this opportunity to have this conversation. And so when you get a tip on something, you you act on that tip most of the time. And some folks will call it insider trading. Uh, I'm saying this is not insider training. Trading, this is just suggesting uh, that we we need to be taking a deeper look at Bitcoin. We need to be taking a deeper look at the cryptocurrency space. We need to be taking a deeper look at blockchain technology and utilize this time of trading sideways where it's quiet, where all the noise has gone away to really understand and figure out what we need to be doing in this space and reaching out to me. Reach out to me. I got some answers. I don't go through them all online and maybe we can talk and consult and I can give you some information but um, you can do that uh, anytime that you get ready when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we'll jump into our market update and we will talk about what's going on in the cryptocurrency space this is KBLA talk 1580 this is KBLA talk 1580 where we turn red lights to green lights and keep it moving this is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right. Welcome forward. So I was reading uh, some articles this week and specifically recently because a young lady that I've taken the stage with many times uh, is has come out to really share just how much Bitcoin she has. And I'm actually bringing her up today because a lot of times people feel like the little $6 worth of Satoshis that we're buying is no big deal at all. And I want to tell you that it is a massive deal, not because it's $6, because of what it can be worth in the future. Now, that being said, Miss Kathy Wood, which again, I've been on the stage with her many times at different events. She is a investment manager for one of the companies and she literally uh, bought some Bitcoin at $250. $250 is what she bought her Bitcoin at some time ago. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, Kathy Woods with it with uh, I'll spell it for you so you can Google it for yourself. C-A-T-H-I-E Woods. And um, she is right now sitting on a pot of seven point six million dollar profit. Now, again, two hundred and fifty dollars has turned into seven point six million dollars in profit and um it's a huge investment but at the time if you think about what we're doing right now with this dollar cost averaging you're saying ah this 600 i got maybe like 250 dollars worth of bitcoin in my wallet right now no big deal but look at 10 years later where kathy wood sits what if in 10 years what little Bitcoin that we purchase has gone to this amount. It is not. This is not fiction, ladies and gentlemen. This is actual liquidity. This is 
money. This is something that she can actually cash out. Bitcoin is liquid. And uh, she came out and said that I'm not actually sure why she would tell folks right now that she's sitting on $7.6 million worth of Bitcoin because people are going to be trying to hack her. But, um, you know, I really thank her for sharing because it lets little people like me know that there is definitely hope. We can do this. We can make this happen. We can be the ones that are holding the bag because we've never been the ones holding the real bag. We've we've held the lint out bags, you know, the ones they lend us. And then we got to turn them in and not necessarily turn them in the way you think. Turn them in by how they tax us, how they overcharge us, how they how they help us spend. That's how we give back our bag. But, um, you know, she's sitting on this bag and I am excited about this little bag that we're sitting on because in the very near future, I am expecting great things from Bitcoin specifically. So. Kathy Woods, she knew that this was going to be a great investment. And technically, her prediction has become more relevant as time has gone by, considering the state of global economies that have to battle with the consequences of their own financial initiatives uh, that used to support the financial stability instead of destroying it. And so we're seeing some destroying happening. Bitcoin's price performance lost its independence after a wave of institutional adoption in 2021. After financial institutions became large parts of Bitcoin holders, um, the first cryptocurrency's correlation with the stock market and risky assets skyrocketed, which is not a positive factor during a crisis. And what we think is Bitcoin is going to disassociate itself with a lot of those markets. But we've got to be the ones actually holding what everyone else is in need of. And so as we um as we move into this new era, uh, as we press time, as we look at Bitcoin trading, 19,200, 20,200, and then back down to 19 and just kind of toggling back and forth about one and a half percent trading sideways. We've got to realize that we are in the right place at the right time with something that really is getting its footing and really is going to be the new money. And that really is the best uh, investment for Naja Roberts. I'll say it that way. It's the best investment for Naja Roberts today. And um, just really making sure that we're understanding how to hold on to it and how to store our our private seed words so that we never lose any of our Bitcoin in the interim. And uh, shout out to Miss Kathy Woods. We hope to have her at our event coming up uh, in 2023 for women. So what is some of the things that have happened? So we are seeing that Cash App is trying to do better on support for their for for our community because I don't know if you have been with me long enough to know that I'm rocking with uh asking the questions that nobody else asks and when I met the cash app executives I asked them 
what is the percentage of black folks on your app? And they told me 76% of all of their users are African-American. So all I can say to that is OMG. I am hoping that this black Wall Street wallet can get at least a, a half of the users on Cash App to use a black app. But it's neither here nor there. That's a real fact. That's a real figure that Cash App um, has that many of us that are utilizing the platform. But Cash App adds support to the Bitcoin Lightning Network, which means they're adding support to you, the consumer. You as a black and brown community member that's on their platform. And, and customer service is always good. So we're excited to see that for our community. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will um, get a couple of market updates and we will continue with our daily dollar cost average this is kbla talk 1580 old money money. new money new money we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on kbla talk 1580 the instant la talk 1580 all right welcome forward yes Ahead of, ahead of the crypto curve, holding folks accountable, too, in a different way. But I love KBLA for what they're doing. And I just want to quickly say that I hope that you have your calendars marked for 7 p.m. on Thursday as our very own Tavis Smiley brings the African-American perspective to your home and tell you why we cannot wait. This is uh, the fourth part of this incredible, incredible series that he put together that he is the executive producer for. And ladies and gentlemen, I am serious. Like we cannot wait for anything. You know, for those of you that live off procrastination this is definitely not your time you have got to do something different but you know Tavis is going to come on Thursday from 7 to 9 and tell us why we cannot wait there are so many things that he's going to be addressing to really sum up all of the things that we've heard for the last three weeks so please plan on tuning in that is this Thursday from 7 to 9 right here on KBLA Talk 1580 you can see him live uh, as he broadcast as well on KBLA and um, you know I think that you're going to get a real real perspective on what uh, you need to do. I believe that it is critically important that our community is looking for answers and we have that. And so I'm excited about that. And so, again, this Thursday, you can either do KBLA1580.com, which is what I do here in the house. And I'm turn on my laptop in the kitchen and actually watch it or you can listen in on your mobile app but the biggest thing that we need you all to do is ask your friends and family to download these uh, this app to their phones so that we can do all the things that we need to do in the community in um in tandem, everybody working together, everybody understanding the mission and all of those things moving forward. So I'm excited about that. So as we look at the price of Bitcoin today and cryptocurrency, everybody thought because of this merger that Ethereum was just going to skyrocket and go through the roof. Well, nope. 
that's not happening in fact right now it's at fourteen hundred dollars it is down 1.2 percent it is up in the last 24 hours 8.9 percent and it's um, actually up over the last seven days about 11.78%. But it's not doing what they wanted it to do. They just thought right by now it would be up to three, dollars $4,000 and it has not done that. Bitcoin is right around $20,156 and it is down 0.5% up uh, 4.18% in the last 24 hours and up 3.8% in the last seven days. And so as we uh, just continue to pay attention to the market in a small way, just kind of understanding the volatility and not really sweating the price and staying away from things that we know are a casino or a gamble. Um, because everything that's coming out right now says that it's better than Bitcoin and Ethereum. And now they're starting to say it's better than Solana. It's better than this. It's better than that. And at the end of the day, we wind up trying to really just sit around and see if the coin is actually going to do what they told it was told us it was going to do. So with um, what we need to be doing. Uh, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, there is an educational series that is on the Black Wall Street wallet. So if you have not already done so, please download that. And then also, I know that a few of you have called in to listen to prior shows. Uh, those shows are going to be uploaded so that you all can have that for your listening pleasure. And to really pass on because we really want to grow the information that people are getting so we can understand what what's happening in this space in its totality, not just with the money part. There's just so many other opportunities out there in this space. And you want to make sure that you're not the only one that's getting the information. And you can do that by sharing the station and just having people listening to the past podcast. And then this Friday for my friends and family Friday, I would like to ask you all to share with me some of the things that you would like me to talk about specifically. If you send an email to asknajaroberts at gmail.com, again, asknajaroberts at gmail.com, I would love to talk to, um, I would love to talk to uh, some of the things that you would like for me to talk about and not just speaking, but we definitely want to make sure that we're answering your questions. So if you have anything, please let me know. I will definitely um, talk about that on the air. So again, go to asknajaroberts at gmail.com and send me that information. And I'll get that on on Friday for our friends and family Friday as we invite you into our studio, into our show. And so I'm excited about that. So Ladies and gentlemen, we are at a part of our show where, you know, we kind of talk about uh, dollar cost averaging. Now, because we are in a recession, camouflage recession, in my opinion, and 
I've seen or am seeing some things behind the scenes that are leading me to believe that we're not as aggressive as we need to be. We're going to continue to do the $6 a day, but I have to be honest with you. I am in the process and have been for the last several weeks uh, really stepping my game up because I think this is uh, do it now or never type of a situation. Well, anytime you get a scarce asset or something that is going to be changing in value just based on the amount of something that's available, you tend to buy more. So why shouldn't Bitcoin be the same? And so I've started a little bit extra, more than I usually do with my dollar cost average to ensure that my family uh, it just has a legacy of wealth. And so that's really important at this time. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be getting on your Black Wall Street wallet and doing our dollar cost average. When we come forward with this is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Rage and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, welcome forward. I just want to say, you know, I'm super proud of being a part of KBLA. I'm also super excited and proud that we have the guts and the 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 goal to just really hold people accountable for their actions and what they're doing. And I know that today, if you all are did not listen to Tavis Smiley's show, you should. He had uh, council member Kevin DeLeon on. Um, and you need to listen to that conversation. And a lot of the other things that are happening around our community is being talked about on this station. It is just a magnificent station to be a part of and to have in your arsenal. This, These are critical times. And I really feel like KBLA has the answer. And it has a plethora of individuals that give a different perspective on based on what it is that their show is about, but specifically about issues that matter to you and your household and your community. So that's a shameless plug for our radio station. And again, just very thankful to be a part of this station. And so as we move towards making sure that we're financially solvent, uh, we need to take out that black Wall Street wallet and we need to do our daily dollar cost average of six dollars. And that $6 is going to be stacked with the rest of your Satoshis. Today, you're going to get a little less Satoshis than you got yesterday. And I know yesterday we couldn't fully do it out on the air because of time. But today we can. And so you're going to take out your Black Wall Street wallet. You're going to click on the purple circle in the middle with the two arrows. You are going to click on buy asset. That asset is going to be Bitcoin. And then after you do that, you are going to put the designated wallet in place, meaning which 
uh, wallet have you set up inside of the wallet that you're designating this $6 worth of Satoshis to? Mine is the KVLA Talk 1580. And that's what I choose to do because I'm doing this for a year. And then I click continue and voila, I have purchased my $6 worth of Satoshis. A Satoshi, again, is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. Just like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like for you to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I will be talking about a lot of the things that I am seeing in the cryptocurrency space, doing a little bit more education, uh, making sure that you all have information before everybody else, because that's what I'm about right now, making sure that our community gets it first. And so you You'll hear it here and then maybe two or three days down the line, you'll hear it someplace else. But just know you are priority to not just myself, but this entire station. And we pride ourselves on giving you the most accurate, great information for your life, for your family, for your community. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are making way for the D.L. Hughley show. And you all know I say D.L. is the truth. And we appreciate each and every one of you for rocking with me today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. I'm your host, Naja Roberts, and thank you for rocking with me. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.